Hello and welcome to the Magical Match Show. This is the podcast where we're talking about spirituality, new age controversy, diving into the shadow realms, and discussing all things metaphysical and how you can anchor your metaphysical knowledge into the physical. I'm your host, Maddie, and welcome to this month's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Magical Mad Show. It's a pleasure to have you here. In this month's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of energetic alchemy, which is really just allowing yourself to neutralize and give new meaning, new life to the emotions that are living within your system. And I'm so excited about this episode today because we are going to go into the logistics of like why this is important, what this can do for you, the shifts that come from this. And then on the 22nd, I'm hosting a free live call where we're going to be actually putting this into practice together live on the call. I'm going to be guiding you through this experience of emotional alchemy. And I am so thrilled to be bringing this to you. In this episode, like I said, we're going to be focusing more on the logistics of everything. So why does this work? The power of doing this? um, What's alive within us when we're doing this? How we can actually do it? And then join us live on the call on the 22nd to be guided through a facilitated process of us doing this together in a community setting which will not only stretch your nervous system, but it will expand your capacity to be in community and to be seen, really, which is very, very powerful stuff. So I'm excited to cultivate this energy together. And I'm excited to bring you along in this process. So what is emotional alchemy? What is energetic alchemy? And like, where did this even come from? (laughs) This is a process that I have utilized in my own life experience time and time again, especially when I'm feeling really strong emotions in my system. So to backtrack a little bit, no emotion is actually bad. The emotions that we have are powerful forces that can allow us to push momentum into our experience. So the energy that we feel, we are the ones that determine whether it's good or bad. We're the ones that say, oh, this is good, this is bad. But when we take ourselves out of that paradigm of like, oh, this is good and this is bad, we can actually step into the paradigm of utilizing this energy unconditionally, which means We're no longer confined to the constructs of good or bad. We're moving from a place of actually allowing ourselves to experience the emotions and then move them into new form or move them into a new direction. 
And the reason that this works is because our body doesn't actually know the difference between good or bad. It experiences sensation. It's not logical like the mind is. It experiences the sensations and when we are experiencing these sensations in the body, the body isn't saying, this is good and this is bad or I really like this. It actually doesn't know the difference between overwhelm and excitement. It actually doesn't know the difference between love and hate. It just feels a strong charge. And the mind is the part of us that creates the distinction of like, oh, this is what this is. So when we tap back into the body and we allow ourselves to actually fully feel and experience these sensations, what can happen is we can not only allow ourselves to feel <laughs> these sensations, which liberates us in so many ways, and it also creates a relationship with these sensations. Um, instead of trying to suppress them, it allows them to be there. It allows them to exist. And this alone expands our capacity to live, to go through life. But when we allow ourselves to actually sit and feel these sensations, we open ourselves up to the spectrum that these sensations live on. And so, for example, love and hate are on the same spectrum. Love is one end of the spectrum. Hate is another end of the spectrum. They're both energetically charged emotions, sensations that occur in the body. Your capacity to love is also your capacity to hate. And we go deeper into this inside of the Managing the Mind course. But what I want you to just imagine right now is that love and hate are literally on a spectrum in front of your eyes. And so love is at one end and hate is at the other end. And both of those are very energetically charged emotions. I want you to feel into what love feels like and feel into what hate feels like. And I want you to realize, look back, think back to your life experience and recognize times where you felt so supercharged by love and it sprung you into action. And then simultaneously, I want you to think of a time when you felt so supercharged by hate and it sprung you into an action. Now, if you're someone who doesn't allow yourself to feel love or doesn't allow yourself to feel hate, you probably feel very detached. You probably feel very numb. You probably don't recognize what these sensations feel like because you're not allowing yourself to feel them. But our capacity to feel them is actually our capacity to move along this spectrum to move from love to hate and love or hate they don't really mean anything until we give them meaning right and hatred is really just something that shows us where we need to set boundaries it's an aspect of ourselves that is asking to be seen and that energy is valuable when we suppress it and we don't allow ourselves to feel it then we give away that energy and we actually create an, a leak in our auric field because of our inability to actually feel that. And it opens us up to be more vulnerable in a way that doesn't actually 
push us forward in life. And so that's what can create this like stagnancy. Let's look at another example, fear and excitement. Your capacity to feel fear is your capacity to feel excitement. If you don't allow yourself to feel the fear, you're likely not going to allow yourself to feel the excitement. Or if you do, when you go to feel the excitement, the fear is going to sneak its way in there because you haven't built that relationship with it independent of the excitement. And so the body recognizes like, oh, I'm having this sensation right now. And it doesn't know the difference, right? So anything is, you're open to anything, basically. So my point of explaining this is to show you that we live on a spectrum. Every emotion has a spectrum. And there are, this is what we call polarity. So there are different ends of the spectrum, but then there's also that middle space. And the middle space is tapped into when we actually create and cultivate a relationship with both ends of the spectrum. When we allow ourselves to go into the love and go into the hate, go into the fear, go into the excitement and actually feel that sensation in our body, we open up our capacity to cultivate a neutralized relationship with both ends of the spectrum. And then that allows us to utilize that energy in a way that we see fit with the conscious mind. This is where the mind comes in. So the body doesn't know the difference and the mind is the one who dictates. The mind is the one who puts everything in a little box. So by allowing ourselves to feel the emotions, we allow ourselves to actively decide what we're going to do with that energy. And this is where the process of alchemy really comes in (laughs) because when you don't confine yourself to needing a certain emotion or needing a certain sensation in order to make you feel stable, when you allow yourself to feel stable among the variety that is available to you, among the chaos, you can utilize that energy for whatever you see, whatever you deem as necessary, whatever you see fit. So the fear could be an invitation for you to set a boundary. Excitement could be an invitation for you to set a boundary. And when you cultivate a relationship with your body and working with these emotions, that's how you actually know what to do with the mind. The act of alchemy happens in real time. It's not something that you're like, oh, I'm going to be an alchemist. Oh, I'm going to practice alchemy right now. No, it's something that happens as you experience your life, as you experience the sensations of the body, as you put yourself out there, as you expand your capacity. Alchemy happens when you allow yourself to feel it all with the knowing that that energy is just currency and you get to decide where you're placing that currency, where that currency goes. Alchemy isn't something that you are utilizing to control what's going on in your life. Alchemy is something that 
happens as a natural byproduct of being in tune with your emotions and being able to take action utilizing the energy that is presented to you from those emotions. And the reason that this works is because these emotions live on a spectrum, is because the body doesn't know the difference. So you can feel the fear and utilize it for positive action, but you can also feel excitement or fear and utilize it for to keep yourself small. It's really about what your goal is. And this is why it's so important to set like an overarching goal for your life, the year, et cetera, et cetera, so that you can know what actions are going to fuel that overall goal. And alchemy comes into play here because we're no longer allowing our emotions to dictate the actions that we take. We're utilizing the emotions. We're allowing ourselves to see the emotions and taking space from an elevation taking action from an elevated space with that goal or with that outcome in mind without needing that outcome, without needing that goal. But when we do it this way, it creates a relationship with that outcome. It creates a relationship with our body. It creates a relationship that is connected with all things. And that's really what alchemy is. It's being connected with all of the elements, with all of the emotions so that you can utilize that energy and that life force and that power to pour it into whatever goal you're working towards or um, whatever you see fit. Okay, so now that we have a basic idea of like what it is, how it works, I want to share with you some of the results that can come from this. So right now you may be in touch with your emotions or you may feel like your emotions are the bane of your existence. Like maybe you're a water sign or maybe you are just like super emotional, super feminine, and you're finding yourself stuck in cycles that you feel are dictated by your emotions. So for example, you are experiencing a lot of sadness or anger or rage or whatever and that is guiding the decisions that you make in your life that is guiding the people that you attract to yourself that is guiding the containers that are in your sphere and you feel like this is a burden you feel like this is something like heavy you feel um like fears something that you shouldn't experience, you feel like worry is the worst thing ever and it is disallowing you from actually experiencing the pleasure that you desire to experience in your life. The reason that emotional alchemy is so key is because it allows us to take these emotions, detach from the meaning and create new meaning. That's alchemy in itself. When we do this, when we create this new meaning, it creates a new narrative, it creates a new energy vortex, and that becomes the basis for what we're attracting, for the things that we're involved in, for the containers that we hold in our life. So when we stop making the emotions mean something about us, we can then make new meaning and put new energy 
into those emotions that propel us in different directions. And then the emotions are not a burden, but rather they are a tool. And the more emotional capacity that you have, the more tools that you have in your tool belt to work with these emotions and utilize these emotions to make decisions in your life, to propel you in the directions that you want to go, to make shifts happen, to set boundaries, to stand up for yourself, to be more in tune with what it is you actually want, be more in tune with your truth. So the fear becomes this trailblazing aspect of your of your soul and you can utilize it to move yourself forward in different areas of your life in your relationships in your business in your boundary setting and instead of it being this like heavy burden of like oh this is making me do this and this and this you take your power back and it's no longer about the emotion it's about your positioning in relation to that emotion And this is so, so powerful, especially for someone who feels very bogged down by their emotions. So I'm going to give you an example from my personal life. I'm a Cancer moon and for a while I was like, oh, this is the worst. And I also have a Scorpio rising, so a lot of water in my chart, my top three. But um, I would always be like, oh, like, why do I have to have so many emotions? Why do I have to feel so many things? Why do these emotions have to weigh me down? Why do these emotions have to make me feel like this? And when I started doing this work, it allowed me to take my power back from that narrative and stand more fully in my emotions. Not only that, but it allowed me to utilize these emotions to propel me forward rather than keeping me stuck or using them as an excuse to stay in the same victim kind of mentality that I was in. So I used to get really triggered by things. I used to have really strong emotions. And for a while, I would push them down and push them down and push them down. And this led to having health issues. Like I had candida for a while. Um, I would find myself isolating myself because I was so afraid to just experience things. I didn't want to be triggered. So I would just like withdraw. And doing this work has allowed me to stand more firmly in my authenticity. And then additionally, it's allowed me to work with these emotions in real time Um, to actually create a safe space for these emotions, for myself to experience the whole spectrum without making these emotions mean anything about where I'm going, about who I am, about my life purpose and more things of that nature. So I've learned that my anger isn't actually something that I need to push down. My fear isn't something that I push down. Now I welcome it in with a hug and I'm like, hello, what are you here to show me? What are you here to teach me? My sadness isn't something that is meant to keep me cooped up in my room, in my bed all day. It's something that is here to show me that there's something I'm being invited into, something that I'm being initiated into. And when I can take that sadness, when I can take that anger, when I can take that fear, that worry, and sit with it and hold that, that expands my capacity to experience the opposite end of the spectrum as well. And that is liberation. 
Emotional alchemy brings liberation. So for me, this looked like being able to, instead of running away or hiding away, I would utilize this energy to set a boundary, to establish that I wanted something different, to make a move, to uh, um, show up differently in a relationship, to establish myself differently in the way that I was showing up, to make decisions about um, who I was speaking to, to make decisions about what I was allowing in my world, what narratives, what people, um, what kind of relationships. And so being able to actually work with these emotions and alchemize them into action has allowed me to live more freely, live more liberated, live more expanded because I'm no longer saying, oh, I can't feel that. Oh, I have to get away from that. Um, I'm going to give you a really specific example. So for a while, I was like, oh, like I don't want to experience fear because like I'm not afraid of anything. And that got me to some places, not really places that I wanted to go. It brought me to the face of fear because what I was doing was ignoring the fear. I wasn't recognizing it. I was pushing it away. I was saying, oh, I don't need that. But fear is a very powerful indicator. Fear is an indicator that there's something to lose. That there's something at stake. And so for me, this manifested in in terms of like, I was like, oh, I'm not afraid of death. But then me pushing away that fear of death caused me to not take any action in my business, not take any action in my life because I wasn't afraid of death. I was like, oh, I'm going to live forever. Oh, I'm going to do it. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm not afraid of death. Like, whatever. I'm here doing what I need to do. But that fear and in human design, I'm actually motiva- motivated by fear. <laughs> so this makes a lot of sense. Um, but that fear was actually a powerful motivator, right? Like when you know that you're eternal, there's less inclination to show up every single day to the fullest capacity that you can. But when you have a limited amount of time to do something, when you're only here for a short period of time, you're very much more intentional with the actions that you're taking, with the ways that you're showing up, with the people that you're allowing around you. So this fear was not something to be suppressed or pushed away. It was something that I needed to invite in so I could understand what it was actually calling me into, what it is that I'm actually meant to be doing while I am living, right? So having these worries, having these fears, they're important. They're an important character that can bring value to the conversation that is your expression. So this is just a little bit of, this is the tip of the iceberg of what emotional alchemy really is and what it can really do for you. And I want you to be able to experience this for yourself, which is why I'm inviting you to a once in a lifetime opportunity inside of our free Facebook community this month, January 22nd at 2 p.m. I am hosting a free facilitation where we're going to be celebrating where we are now. We're going to be inviting in the energy of celebration and appreciation and allowing these emotions to rise to the surface so we can utilize them to make 
decisions, to make moves, to propel us for this new year. And I am so excited to guide you in this process. I have been working a lot with emotions and um, somatics recently. So this is something that I'm very passionate about and I'm very, very honored to be able to hold this kind of space and create this safe container for other individuals to experience the liberation that I've been experiencing. So if you want to, well, obviously you want to, but when you're ready to join the free Facebook community, you can find it on my Instagram profile or on the website. And I will also link it in the show notes here so that you can get inside the community to have all the details for the call. It's going to be January 22nd at 2 p.m. I'm so excited and you will not be the same after this. If you're ready to experience this level of emotional liberation and expand your capacity to actually hold space for yourself and the emotions that come with this human life experience, this is definitely the space for you. And as always, feel free to reach out on Instagram with any breakthroughs that come through for you simply from listening to this episode. Um, There are plenty of resources to work with me on my website, and I look forward to growing and expanding together. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. It was such a pleasure to share my heart and soul with you. I look forward to seeing you on next month's episode and drop any comments, any questions in my DMs in the comment section below. Leave a review if you feel called and I hope you have a marvelous day. Welcome to the age of Aquarius, baby.